0: Good morning besties. How are we? Um today's going to be a little different because it is it's going to be short. I just had some things to say and I was supposed to do a solo episode this week and my mental health has just been pretty trash, so I haven't gotten around to it. Um I have to leave for work in like 30 minutes, so I thought I would squeeze in just a good like commute episode, okay? Um Stevie and I will be doing our group episode this coming Monday. Now, what I did want to talk about today, I will say I'm going to put a trigger warning out here. I'll put it in the episode description as well. I'm going to be talking about my experience with an eating disorder um, and how it relates to substance abuse. Um, And I just want to be open about it. I've never really been open about my eating disorder, but when people have been open about it with me, it's really helped me. And I've learned that it's really... A lot more common than I thought in in sobriety, too, uh, in being clean. Um, so here's your trigger warning. I'm putting it out there now. Um, there's no shame in not being able to listen to stuff because it makes you feel a certain type of way. I have tried to fight through when I shouldn't have listened to certain things, and then I've listened to them anyways, and I've regretted it. So if you do not want to hear about this, please just just don't. Gordy's freaking out because there's a fly. Classic Gordy. Um, speaking of, so that was me hitting the vape. Um, my boyfriend and I, this is how this all kind of came up. My boyfriend and I are quitting the vape tomorrow. Um, which I've done like four times. It's been really easy for me to put it, pick it up and put it back down. Um, I mean, until when I got clean, I kind of looked at nicotine as, like, you know, my last big vice. Um, Slurping my coffee, please hold. Um, And I thought, you know, like, I've given everything up. This can be my last thing. But that wasn't me being completely honest, because the reason I started vaping because i've i've i'm I'm a cigarette girl i'm always going to be a cigarette girl i haven't had a cigarette in six months um because i've had pneumonia and i just wanted to give my lungs a break although i've been continuously vaping so you know jokes on my lungs i guess i don't know um but anyways (laughs) um i the reason i started doing it in the first place was to be skinnier because it's an appetite suppressant. And that's like, that's not why I started smoking cigarettes. I started smoking cigarettes because I love cigarettes. I was never a pack a day girl. I was always like a two a day girl. Um, I wanna be completely clear and say that no amount of cigarettes are healthy and they are all really, 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 really bad for you. um, And you shouldn't do it ever. I'm just being honest and saying like, there's really never gonna be a day that I, I don't want a cigarette. And I'm gonna have some. Okay. Um, The vape, however, is different because I've been doing all this research about it because I was like, how much fucking nicotine am I ingesting comparatively? Like a vape like this, which is a pod hide, um, is something like eight milligrams. Um, 10 puffs of this is a cigarette. I'm puffing on it all day long. Like I have a pack of cigarettes every three days, essentially, when we go through these vapes. Like I'm not shaming anybody, I'm shaming myself. I'm just saying, like, I, I had to realize like, oh, maybe a cigarette every other day is actually a lot healthier than sorry, if you can't if you're not watching the film version of this, that was Gordy scratching just right in front of the camera. Um you get what I'm saying. There there's there's a there's a big difference. Um But I picked it up during COVID when all there really was to do was smoke. And I was also editing my second feature, Grow Up, on Amazon. If you uh, want to watch it, uh, be my guest. Um, and editing makes me so stressed and I needed to do something. But then I realized that I could also not eat as much if I was ingesting X amount of nicotine. Which is true. It is an appetite suppressant similar to like caffeine. You know what I mean? Um, Wow, is that unhealthy? You know what I mean? Like crazy unhealthy. Um, But it became a cheat code for me. Um, Here's what I suffer from. I'm in recovery for anorexia and bulimia. Um, My story started with anorexia and quickly turned into bulimia. Um, Both of these things were hidden to me um, at the time and what I thought was bulimia rallying was actually bulimia. <laughs> um, and I ruined a lot of my body doing it, and I regret it, and it's something I still really struggle with today. Not as much bulimia anymore because I actually fucking hate throwing up. Um, my best friend Charlotte and I talk about the fear of yakking all the time. I hate it. But when I was in active addiction, I did it so I could keep drinking and so i could purge whatever meal i had and make up those calories with alcohol which is so fucked up so fucked up as far as the anorexia that story is probably you know a bit more classic um not that i mean everyone's story is different but mine was like i struggled with my weight my entire life and um I am a person who needs to be in control of things, um, hence addiction. (laughs) Um, And during COVID, when everything was out of control for everybody, um, my weight became the thing that I could fixate on and control. And that meant for me counting calories and um, working out to an excess that was just completely unhealthy for my body. I am... A uh, five three on a good day. Sometimes I, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd probably rather say five two. Gordy, please stop. Um, and depending on where I'm at in life, what season it is, my mental health. I'm normally anywhere from one thirty to one forty five. Um, at the height of my anorexia, I was at like one twenty eight. Um, which for my body type, like I am a Irish, stocky woman um, with double D boobs, (laughs) uh, and I have been in sports my entire life. My legs are huge. I have a curvy body. Um, it's not a healthy weight for me. Um, and that's, that's, that's what I did is I starved myself in a sense of control, which is just so stupid. Um, and when I got clean, um, I was in recovery from my eating disorder before I got clean from uh, drugs and alcohol um, and started doing that work. My story was I went to a Planned Parenthood for free birth control because I was boning some asshole and um, couldn't afford birth control during COVID. So I went to Planned Parenthood. She took my tests or whatever, my... Weight, blood pressure, whatever. I'd been to this Planned Parenthood before. And then another doctor walked in and she was like, do you want to talk about your eating disorder? And I was like, what are you talking about? Broke down crying. Um, So, yeah. I, I, I started making steps to fix it, but didn't properly really address my eating disorder until October of last year when I stopped drinking alcohol. Um. And I wanted to talk about substance abuse and eating disorder, eating disorders and how they're intertwined because I didn't think it was something that was really common. Um, but now that I've been in the rooms for a while and I've, I've had the privilege of speaking to other women and listening to other women, um, so many women that I've heard lead or that I've spoken to, eating disorders are a part of their story too. Um, and they're both diseases, you know. I also want to say I'm not a fucking doctor. Um, please do not take anything I say as like, I'm not a I'm not a healthcare professional. I don't want to be a healthcare professional. What I'm sharing is my story and the stories I've heard um, in hopes that it will help other women uh, and men. Um, I don't know how big my male audience is, but hi, men. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. i i started to kind of try to understand that my anxiety i need to i need to spiral and understand things um that's ocd for me um but i started doing my research on like why this happens and a huge part of it is the control thing you know and like when you are in active addiction your life is completely spiraled out of control and It might not be really obvious to you at the time, you know, like at all, but it's obviously very out of control. And um, we kind of grasp onto these things that are within our control. And for me, like I said, that was eating. And I think in a lot of people's story, that was also COVID, you know. Um, I've been an addict my entire life. My story of addiction really started in middle school, but then... Um, you know, I don't remember a lot from 17 to 20, like the ages of that. And COVID didn't help. And for a lot of people, COVID didn't fucking help. Um, And it was also, I think for a lot of people, like the inspiration behind like, okay, I have a month off of school. And when I come back, I'm going to be super skinny. Um, You know, like when we didn't know how bad everything really was yet um and for my girlies out there i don't think a lot of men would have subscribed to this um probably not at least not straight men um chloe tang i hope you burn in hell girl i she was an influencer who did like these it was like a 5 minute ab workout or 10 minute ab workout and she had a program where if you followed her, it was like, I think it was 12 weeks or whatever. And you did her workouts every day, you would have a six pack. Um, and she, I've seen a lot of women agree. Like she's a big part of their eating disorder story. I don't think it's her fault, you know, but she is someone who was born in a smaller body and perpetuated this lie that if you subscribe and pay x amount of money to, regardless of your weight that during covid you could come out with a baywatch body um i of course did that however my biggest my favorite thing in the entire world to do is run but it was also the thing that nearly fucking killed me um taking a sip of my coffee please hold Ugh. um i you know, went down the rabbit hole of what do I do to lose weight? I didn't care about being fit. I didn't care about being muscular. I didn't care about any of that. I cared about wh- what do I do to lose weight? And a big part of that is cardio. Um, when you look at runners' bodies, like people who do it professionally, they're lean. And that is because when you run long distances and when you run for speed, the the leaner and the thinner the body is which is why people who are born into smaller bodies normally excel in running is because there's less weight to carry um my body is not a runner's body i love to do it it's something that gordy has jumped off the bed something that makes me really happy but i was not born into a runner's body you know um but i was not willing to accept that um and so i started off by running a few miles every day and then you know, a few months into COVID, I was running six, seven miles a day, taking just hours out of my day. And I was down 30 pounds. And for the first time in my life, everybody said, wow, you look fucking great. Everybody was talking about my weight and I would go home and eat one meal, throw it up and then drink however much I could until I blacked out and then do the same thing the next day. Um, and it was fucking blissful bro i i was i thought i was on cloud fucking nine like i was in control of the one thing i was never in control of my entire life because i was born into a stockier body which is not my fault it is not anyone's fault i just genetically look this way because of who i am and different people from different races and different cultures and different body types are born into certain bodies and they can't excel in certain things just because of their body type that's not a racist, sexist, misogynistic, blah, 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 classist, culturalist, anything to say, that is the truth. We do not all have the same body type. Therefore, all workouts, all diets do not work for everybody. And unfortunately the media sells to you that it does not matter what your body type is. You can fit into a size zero if you follow this, if you buy this supplement and this bloom fucking greens nutrition powder, who fucking cares? It's not true. It's garbage. It's bullshit. You cannot let my fitness pal regulate your calorie intake without the help of a nutritionist and a doctor or getting your blood work done, or you might have something that you need X amount of sugar a day. Maybe you're diabetic. Maybe you're this. Maybe you're that. Like, this is a place where technology drives me up a fucking wall because I fell right into the bullshit that was, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I grew up in the 2000s, so I was kind of cursed from the get-go, but, like, I got into TikTok when I was 19. That's when it went from you know, musically to TikTok, And that was the beginning of COVID. Um, and I realized that I could, uh, follow all these fitness things and become the best version of myself, quote, end quote, bullshit. Um, and I, my heart fucking breaks for these women right now, these girls who like, I feel like we worked so hard to kind of escape diet culture in a sense of, you know, we've we've been able to rework a lot of the bullshit that happened in the 90s and the 2000s, only to have it resurface in a place that is unmanageable on a forum such as TikTok that cannot be boiled down or tamed in any way because anytime you take a video down for certain guidelines, another one pops up. Um, And Stevie and I talked about this a few episodes ago about like, is this harmful? Like what I eat in the days and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's a gray fucking area And unfortunately, a lot of it is viewers discretion, but kids and, you know, people in high school and middle school, like young women and young men who are watching these things, they do not have viewers discretion. They are not built with viewers discretion. And unfortunately, viewers discretion is something that you learn when you see something that triggers you. And then you say, fuck, I can't do that anymore. But when all of your friends are trying this diet and maybe you're like me and you were a heavier set kid like I was not fat but I was like chunkier and whatever I was very athletic but I was I was like I said a stocky girl and a lot of my friends were fucking rail thin and if they would be trying a diet so would I it wouldn't work I would starve myself and start over and then binge and you know the story and now unfortunately it's not just reading it in a magazine or in an article or whatever, it's, here's a video that is circulating around the fucking social media and this is what you have to eat and hot lemon water and click, 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 bang, 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 reload, click, click, bang, bang, reload. Like it's fucking horseshit. Like God, I wish that I could go back and tell myself like, girly, not only do you need to eat, but you need to eat like a lot to fuel your body. And it's just, I know I'm ranting. This is my podcast. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I just it, it it breaks my fucking heart. Really, it does. And it breaks my heart for younger me who just wanted to fit in and be a certain body. And it breaks my heart that it's something that I still really struggle with today. I I I, I am in a place in my fitness journey where which is also a gray area, are you allowed to count your calories if you're trying to stay in a deficit to meet, just reach a certain weight? Are you for whatever. Like, I'm training for a marathon right now. I'm tracking my protein intake. It's been really fucking hard for me because I'm trying to stay within a certain protein. However, I was told to unlearn calorie counting and macro counting and everything, and now I'm trying to redo it, and it's been fucking hard. Like, I just, yeah. And and I think when, this is my story, but also a lot of what I've heard, I need a fucking Give me a second. Because I realize I'm screaming. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Deep breaths. (sighs) Something else that I hope reaches people who need to hear it is that you're not crazy if when you get clean, you want to eat whatever you want. Something that was told to me when I first got clean was do whatever you need to do to stay clean, whether that is eat an entire fucking cake or, uh, you know, smoke a ton of cigarettes or whatever. Like, sometimes you need – like, substitution is never – a healthy way to supplement addiction because then you will just become addicted if you are someone who is addicted to things easily if you're an addict don't supplement with food try to do something else a hobby painting don't make it exercise based don't make it food based don't hurt yourself you know but i will say that like when i got clean i i let myself eat whatever i want and i did put on more weight i reached kind of more into the 140 zone um which is fine that's a healthy place for my body to be Um, but it triggered the fuck out of me and did you get it, buddy? He didn't. And I started crash dieting again and I started spiraling and I find myself going back to that place whenever things in my life are out of control. I say, well, I know I can control one thing and then my life deteriorates around it. And it's a really fucking scary snaky disease that affects people who are already weak i think of eating disorders as a demon like you know when demons (laughs) you know demons but like in movies and shit or like i don't know if you learned about demons as a kid high catholics um they will target like a weak person um having a disorder doesn't make you weak but what i'm saying is if you're if, if if weak in a sense of Oh, please don't cancel me. I didn't mean weak, but f- substance abuse. If you have something already going on or if you have mental health issues, an eating disorder can creep the fuck in and say, I'm gonna fix you. And it it preys on you. And you have to be mindful of, you know, turning off your phone and and, and, and listening to your body because honestly listening to your body, it's gonna tell you everything it fucking needs. That's, that's its job, you know? That is its job. And... It's just really fucking hard and I am coming to you guys from a place of not having it figured out and working on it. But it's just been really on my mind and I wanted to make a really quick episode about it because I just, I hope someone hears it who needs to hear it and who's also going through it. Um, it's a journey and if you're on it, I'm fucking so proud of you and I know it's hard and its it just fucking sucks. It sucks. It sucks to feel like, like, yeah, I just got my nine months clean. And the other day I caught myself tracking calories and I'm like, I'm, I'm so far from being where I want to be, you know, and it can be really disheartening and scary to kind of have two evils at work, like addiction and eating eating disorder. Like these are diseases that are like actively trying to kill me on a daily basis. Um, Again, I'm not a professional i don't have advice other than please fucking reach out if you need help um i did not do that but then after i got my diagnosis i started letting my friends know and i am seeing a counselor about my eating disorder and um once i opened that door a lot of friends came to me and said they struggled with the same thing and there's something about that community that has really had some accountability and helped me in this journey. Um, But it's a fucking journey and I know that I'll be in recovery for this for my entire life, just like I will always be an addict and I'll be in recovery for that my entire life. Um, But talking about it helps. Closed mouths don't get fed. Um, Theventingbesties at gmail.com. If you're struggling and you want to talk about it, please email us. anonymously or not anonymously, whatever, we won't share it. But if if you want to just get some stuff off your your brain about what you've been struggling with in this this department, um, I'm here. I'm reading them. I'm listening. um, And just fucking be good to yourself today. There's so much bullshit going on in the world. And to put more shit on you after what we've lived through in the past few years, it's unfair to your body it's unfair to yourself. And the, what I will leave you with is the biggest key, key thing that I've ever fucking given to myself. Nobody in the room is thinking about you more than they are thinking about themselves ever. If you think you are walking into a room and somebody has noticed your weight, they haven't, they are thinking about how their clothes look on them People are inherently selfish and insecure. So if, you, if, if you're doing this for validation from others, quit because nobody gives a fuck. And killing yourself for other people's validation is something I'm guilty of. I'm just saying, why do it if they're not even gonna notice anyways? You know, people are only concerned with themselves. Um, so take that and be concerned for yourself, be selfish, Be fucking good to yourself. It's literally the only thing you can do sometimes. Um, I love you. I got to go to work. Um, Hope you enjoyed this commute. Sorry it was heavy. I just needed to get it out. Um, Ventingbesties at gmail.com. No space, no caps. And um, Stevie and I will have a group session on Monday. If you want to send us anything to vent about, send it to that same email. Just put in the subject line, can share can't share anonymous whatever we will respect your privacy of course and i love you and bye